I hope you've been enjoyed the service so far. I've enjoyed the, the singing and the fellowship. And so as we dive into this portion of the service, hopefully um, um, you can uh, lock in and, and, and as we look and see what, what God has for us today, um, that we would open our hearts and um, that, that um, the word of God would, would, would be spoken unto us and that um, we'd, we'd see a blessing. In beginning in verse number one, Mark chapter number two, the Bible says, and again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and, and take up thy, thy bed, and, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed, and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. This morning, for a few moments, I'd like to uh, um, just bring a message as, as we've now gone through um, the Christmas, the, this Christmas week. And as we go into the new year, we, we know that Jesus came to be born and he, he came to be, to, to be born of a virgin. And, and we celebrated that birth. But as we enter this new year, I'd like to speak about a message um, that in the new year, would be able to help us. The, the, the title of this message this morning is The Change Only Jesus Can Make. And so let's pray. Laura, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you so much just for this time. Thanks so much for this service. Uh, we pray that, that you would just be with us now as we continue and, and we progress, Lord. We pray that you just um, be with, with, with everyone in this room, Lord, as we hear from your word, that um, we would, would be changed, that we'd be challenged to be changed. And in this new year, Lord, we would just be able to see the change that Jesus can make in our lives. And so be with me. Help me as, 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 as I bring forth your word, Lord. Help me um, to only say the things that I, I ought to and, and to just leave out and to get out of the way, Lord, but that um, you would be glorified and, and that you would be honored. And so we, we pray that you'd use your word, connect your word to the hearts of everyone in here. And so we ask you all these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In our passage this morning, um, we see the story of a man that was, with the help of his friends, brought to Jesus Christ. On, on, in our passage this morning, this, this, this starts off by telling us in verse number one that he entered into the city of Capernaum. And um, after a while, he came into the city. The word had begun to travel that um, Jesus was in town. And um, the Bible says that it was noise that he was in the house. And you see that in verse number one. In, in this stage of Jesus' earthly ministry, 
he had become very popular. You see that if, if you look in, in chapter number one, you see in, in, in verse 21, if you want to look there, um, that they went into Capernaum for the first time. And, and as he as that passage speaks, it, it talks about how he um, saw a man with an unspirit, uh, an unclean spirit. And um, he Jesus goes on to rebuke that 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 unclean spirit and heal this man. And in verse number 28 of chapter number one, it says that immediately his fame spread abroad. Well, then you go to verse number 40, and, and then the Bible says that he's now in Galilee, and he, he and, the, and the disciples there, and, and there a leper came to him. And long story short, Jesus goes on to heal this man as well. And uh, when Jesus healed him in verse number 45, the Bible says that he went out and began to publish it and to blaze it. He was very popular. As he comes back into Capernaum the second time, he's now very popular. Everyone wanted a piece of him. As they should. They should have wanted a piece of him. I don't consider myself to be old. The teens might think I'm old, but I don't consider myself to be old. Um, a lot of you probably look at me and you say, oh, yeah, you're still pretty young. And, and I think that about myself. I'm glad I am still pretty young. But in the amount of years that I've been on this earth, I found this one fact to be true. When people are unhappy with their lives, they look for change. When people are unhappy with their lives, they look for change. See, 2020, uh, 2020 is about to come in 2019 or 2020-19, sorry, is about to pass. And we're about to begin a new year and really a new decade. And every year, this is the time that you hear this, this popular phrase come out. This is the time that a little bit before the new year and a little bit after you hear people start to say this, this one popular phrase. You know what I'm talking about? New year, new me. OK. And um, I like this phrase. It represents that, you know, my life can be a little bit better in this new year. New year, new me. And it might be cheesy. You might you might think and you might say oh, it's cheesy. I'm not saying that. But each and every one of us, we regardless if we said it with our mouths we go into the new year with that mentality, new year, new me. Whether you say it verbally, you say it with your action. Maybe this new year you're saying, this year I'm going to lose weight. And uh, in the next few days, you'll see in the gyms, they just kind of flood up and, and you'll see the gym start to put out these deals for everyone to to come and, and, and to and to try and, and join the gym to help them with their new year, new me resolution. But as humans, we, we look back and, and the reason why that is, we look back and we say, you know what? This year. I had a good year, but you know what? Could have been a little bit better. Next year, I want change. I want change. This about my life needs to change. This could be physical change. We're talking about weight loss. This could be you decide that you want to eat better, you want to work out, that's fine. But this could also be financial change. You decide that um, this year I want to spend less, I want to save more, I want to work more, I want a better job maybe. We look for change. But you know, I can't help but think that maybe there's someone in here that says, honestly, this new year I'm looking for spiritual change. 
This new year, this new year, I'm looking for a spiritual change. As 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 we reflect back on the year that that we had, maybe you say that this year I was just burdened the whole year. This year, um, I just worried the whole year. I I wish I had the joy that 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 I I wanted to have this new year. I wish I had the love, the peace. I wish I had the victory that I wanted to have this new year. And I just I didn't have it. And so in 2020, I want to seek to have this change. This new year, I'm looking for spiritual change. If you're looking for spiritual change, I'm here to tell you something. Yes, you can. If you're looking to 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 change the situation of your physical, if you're looking to lose weight, you can go to the gym. You can you can get a trainer. You can have someone that would help you with a meal plan. You can have a fad diet. You can um, work out as much as you can, and you can change physically. That's fine. You can say, with my finances, I want to I want to change my finances. I want to I'll get someone that's financially strong, a financial guru, um, you might call it, right? And they'd help you with a budgeting system, or you get a new job, and you can change that way. But spiritual change, may I say? There's only one way that you can have spiritual change, and that's through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, this new year, is the only one that can spiritually change you, and that can spiritually change me. You can't come up with a plan to change spiritually. That's only, only Jesus is going to change you spiritually. And so are you looking for spiritual change today? Are you, as we, as we go into this new year, are you looking for spiritual change? If you are, then just know that only Jesus can give you that change. We, we see that, that this crowd in this passage, they certainly figured out that Jesus was the only one that can give them the change that they were looking for. This crowd, um, as, they, as, as the Bible says, it was noise that he was in the house. And as you see in verse number two, it, and straight away many were gathered together in that um, there was no room to receive them. This crowd, this, this, this house that Jesus was in as he was preaching was full. But in this crowd, there were a few that went above and beyond. We see it in verse number three. They, they come unto him, bringing one sick of palsy, which was born of four. This man was that was sick of the palsy. He was disabled. He was he was weak. He he could not um, really do anything for himself. This man could not walk. There certainly was no wheelchairs back in the day, and so really, he was helpless. This man was helpless, and we see that these other four individuals, the Bible says, as he was born of four, as, as they lifted him, as they, as they they carried him up into the air, as he was born of four. The Bible says that these four individuals on that day helped him to get to Jesus. They, these individuals, surely they said, hey, this man, he needs change. This man, hey, he, he is without help. Hey, he can't get to Jesus by himself. We, we need to take him to Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can change him. We, we know that he can change him. We saw that when he was in Capernaum the first time that, hey, he, 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 he healed that man that, was, that had the unclean spirit. Hey, and then when he went to Galilee, that he, cleaned, he, he helped um, heal that leper. Surely he can heal this man. When these folks realize that, hey, this man has a genuine need here. And now we must help him to get to the one that can fulfill that need. If you need spiritual change in here this new year, you need to get to the one that can fulfill that need. These individuals, they, they, they try to help this man. And, and Jesus, is, as he's preaching to this full house, the Bible says that 
They couldn't get to him because of the press and because of the crowd. So they couldn't get to him. And, and so they the Bible says in, 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 in verse number four that they uncovered the roof where he was. And so Jesus is preaching to this full house and they uncovered the roof. And the Bible says that they lowered this man down to where Jesus was. You want to talk about a way to interrupt a sermon, right? And now that makes me, you know, obviously have to, you know, look around and make sure there's no ceiling towels missing. These folks were creative. They get an ages for effort in my book. Okay, they were creative. But may I say that if you know someone that needs change, whether it's you or whether it's a friend that you know of, maybe it's a family member or maybe it's a coworker, you know someone that's looking for change this new year. Do your best to help them to get to Jesus. May it be said that the, the, the individuals of Victory Baptist Church in 2020-20 helped people get to Jesus. And because of it, we, we see these folks, they were, they were serious, they were creative. We see that, that, that they wanted to get this, this guy to Jesus and look what happened next. In verse number five, the Bible says that when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Jesus, no doubt, as he's, he's preaching, he probably um, sees this man, he's coming down, and he's being lowered, and he's just looking, and he's thinking, wow, what, what faith? Wow, what, you know, that's impressive. Wow, what faith? And um, this new year, let's do everything we can to, whether it's us or someone that we know, let's do everything we can. Let's get creative. Let's, let's be serious about getting people to Jesus. May we see that change in the lives of others or even the change in our lives if, if we need that change. This morning, as we consider the story, I'd like to observe just how Jesus changed this man's life. If you're taking notes, I'd like us to observe the three changes that Jesus can bring to our lives in 2020. I see, first of all, I want you to consider that Jesus brings forgiveness. Jesus brings forgiveness. Jesus brought forgiveness to this man. In verse number five, the Bible says, and we just read it, that son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Jesus brought forgiveness to this man, forgiveness of this man's sin. When Jesus saw that this man, he, he had a need, Jesus said that thy son, thy son, um, sorry, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Can you imagine how the individuals that uncovered the roof must have felt? They probably, they, they lowered him down and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to happen. You know, he's going to get healed and oh yeah, it's going to be great. And Jesus says, son, I sins be forgiven me, and, and no doubt they're probably in the room. Like, whoa, 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 hey, whoa, we want him to walk. Not his sins, hey, forget about his sins. We want this man to walk. And Jesus says, no, I know the real need of this man, and that's for his sins to be forgiven. They went through a lot of trouble to see this friend healed, and, 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 and you might have heard Jesus says, hey, um, 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 you know, no, he's paralyzed. Hey, no, don't, 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 you know, don't think that just because he's paralyzed that he doesn't need to be healed spiritually. Jesus saw the most important thing, and that was that this man needed to be forgiven. I mean, really, what, what good would it have done this man if he had two legs and two arms and he just walked right into hell with them? This man needed to be forgiven of his sins. May I tell you that this new year, this new decade, Jesus can bring you forgiveness of sin as well. Forgiveness of sin is probably one of the greatest miracles that Jesus ever performs. 
I want you to consider when you, when you think about forgiveness, I want you to consider that forgiveness meets our greatest need. Forgiveness uh, meets our greatest need. See, the greatest need that you and I have is to have our sins forgiven. Our, our greatest need is to be able to say that when we die, we will spend an eternity with God. That we have our sins forgiven, that we would be able to go to heaven when we die. That is our greatest need. Every person in here needs forgiveness of sin. Do you have it this morning? The Bible says that we are all sinners. In Romans 3, verse 10, the Bible says that um, there is none righteous, no, not one. And then it says in verse number 23 that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Forgiveness meets our greatest need, and our greatest need is to be with God and to have fellowship with God. And so do you have that need met this morning to have forgiveness of sins? Forgiveness meets our greatest need, but I want you to consider, secondly, cost the greatest price. Forgiveness costs the greatest price, and, and, and the, the price of the, the cost of us being forgiven was Christ dying for us. In Romans 5, verse 8, the Bible says, But God commended his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. The price of forgiveness was the greatest price that anyone could ever pay, and Jesus paid that price for you and for me. Forgiveness is the cost. Forgiveness costs the greatest price, but also, you see, number three, forgiveness brings the greatest blessing. Forgiveness brings the greatest blessing. Excuse me. Because now that Jesus has come, Jesus has died for us, we through him can be saved, and we can spend an eternity with God. 1 Peter verse 3, um, sorry, 1 Peter 3 verse 18, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that we might, or sorry, that he might bring us to God. The, the, the greatest blessing being brought to God when we die. Hey, do you have that this morning? And lastly, when, you, when we think about this area of forgiveness, forgiveness brings the most lasting results. It brings the most lasting results. See, when our sins are, are forgiven, they're forgiven forever. Amen? They are forgiven forever. Very simple verse. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. They are forgiven forever. Forgiveness brings the most lasting results. I'm just trying to tell you that it was the greatest miracle that Jesus probably ever did. And this man experienced it. This man experienced that forgiveness when Jesus said, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. We all need this forgiveness. And, and my, my, my question is, this new year, will you experience it? As you think of new year, new me, will you experience this forgiveness? Or do you know someone that needs to experience this forgiveness? Jesus told this man his sins were forgiven. He, for, he experienced it, and so can we. Secondly, Jesus brought this man forgiveness, but I want you to see, secondly, he brought this man healing. Jesus brought this man healing. When you, when you go down the verse number, um, you go down to uh, verse number 11, the Bible says that Jesus said to this man, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose and took, took up the bed and went forth before them all. Jesus brought this healing to this man. When Jesus um, said, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee, we see, first of all, this man was healed spiritually. 
He was healed spiritually. He healeth the broken in heart and binds up their wounds. Who, who his, his own self bore our sins in his, his own body on a tree that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness who, who by whose stripes we are healed. Spiritually, this man was healed. Jesus healed this man spiritually. He was once a man without hope and set apart from God on his way to a place called hell. But now he's healed spiritually on his way to heaven. Jesus healed this man spiritually. And Jesus said, hey, you, you might have think that you only needed me physically, but you really needed me spiritually. See, you thought that you came in here so you can walk, but you actually came in here so you can see. Jesus healed this man spiritually. But then you also see that he healed him physically. He was healed spiritually, but he also healed him physically. We often hear examples of, of people that um, they, they go to the doctor and, and the doctor gives them this bad news and, and they say, hey, it's, uh, it's not looking too well. And we, we go around and we get all of our prayer warriors and we say, hey, let's pray and let's see um, God do a miracle in, 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 in this person's life. They, they need a divine intervention. And we see that in the end, God comes through and that divine intervention is met. And the doctor just kind of stands back and is like, I don't know what happened. I do. Jesus healed him. And this man, no doubt the crowd were there. They're probably thinking, I don't, I don't know what happened. Jesus healed this man spiritually, but also physically. And may I say that if you need healing this new year, if, if you need spiritual healing, but if you also need physical healing, may I say that Jesus can heal you both spiritually and physically this year. Even Satan, I'm sure he looks at, at us sometimes and he's like, I don't understand. You should be dead. And Jesus says, I know. I know what actually happened. I healed him. Jesus can bring that spiritual healing and that physical healing that we both need. Do you need to be healed this new year? You see that Jesus, he, he brought forgiveness to this man. We see that he brought healing to this man. But lastly, I'd like you to consider that in this new year, 2020, Jesus can bring transformation to your life. Jesus can bring transformation to your life. Jesus brought transformation to this man. In verse number 12, you'd look, the Bible says, or even let's, let's start in verse number 11. The Bible says, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. And in verse number 12, the Bible says, and immediately he arose, took up the bed and went forth before them all. This man was, was transformed. I, I would like you to see that firstly, he had a new walk. This man, as he, as he was lowered down at first and he couldn't do anything for himself, and as they brought him to Jesus, Jesus, he healed this man spiritually and physically, and at the end of the day, this man was able to walk. Jesus healed this man. He, he had This man had a transformation about himself, and now he has a new walk. No doubt this man being healed, he probably got out of his bed and he took up the bed. As Jesus said, take up, take up your bed and walk. And he's walking. And, and as he's walking, people are just kind of looking at him in shock. And he's taking this bed. And no doubt as he's taking this bed, he's probably kind of wobbling, trying to get the familiarity of, of how his, 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 his footing is and trying to remember how it's like to walk. He was healed spiritually, or um, physically, sorry. He was transformed physically. I know I've been fortunate, <laughs> fortunate to have broken both my knees. Not at the same time, but 
one after the other, one playing basketball, one running track. You say, how do you break your knees running track? Don't make fun of me, okay? Okay, but one playing basketball, one running track. Both times I had my knees broken, I had a cast on. And in that cast, I'd, I'd have a, you know some crutches, and, and it wouldn't be terrible. I'd be able to kind of get around, but this man didn't have a wheelchair, enough crutches, he didn't have anything. And in those moments when, when I had that, that, those crutches and, and that, cast, that cast begin to come off, I would begin to kind of test that bad boy out and thinking, okay, let's see, did I actually wait all this time for my foot to still be messed up or is this actually fixed? And I'd go around and I'd be testing this bad boy out. This man, I'm sure, as he was healed physically, he started testing just everything that Jesus did for him. He had a new walk. He had a new walk. May I say that you can have a new walk this year? We see he had a new walk. Lately, his walk consisted of people carrying him everywhere he went, but now he can walk by himself. And I'm sure he went around town just wobbling everywhere he go until he finally got the strength that he needed. And he was just running and just praising God. He had a new walk. And most importantly, when you think about Jesus and, and the transformation that he brought to this man, he had a new walk, but he also had a new talk. He had a new talk. See, this man experienced an amazing encounter with Jesus that he was first forgiven, then he was healed, and now he was transformed. Now he could say, hey, I've been with Jesus. Hey, I know what it's like to have an encounter with Jesus. Hey, I know what it's like to to be transformed from the inside out. This man was transformed from the inside out. And my friend, that's what Jesus can give you this new year. I said, Jesus can give me this new year. If we would just come to him and say, hey, Jesus, I need you to change me. Jesus can bring us forgiveness. He can bring us healing. He can bring us a transformation to our lives. New year, new me. When people are not happy with their lives, they look for change. They look to see how exactly they can change the situation of their lives. Are you unhappy this morning? As you think about this new year, are you unhappy with the situation of your life this morning? Are you looking for change? In verse number 12, we see that this man was transformed, and the Bible says that he went forth before them all. And two things happened. They were amazed and they glorified God. Look in, in verse number 12. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all. And insomuch that they were amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. They were amazed. They, they stood there and just kind of watched and just kind of watched this man. Could you imagine? This man is, is being brought down and, and Jesus goes and he heals his man. This man gets up. Someone that you knew for a while, someone that was in town that you knew for a while, couldn't do anything for themselves. They got up and they just took their bed. And I just walked out. The Bible says they were amazed. I'm sure on that day, the crowd realized that, that yes, um, um, Jesus has the power to both heal and forgive. I'm telling you, there's nobody on planet Earth this morning that has that power. Only Jesus can heal and forgive. And I'm sure that that crowd that morning realized that, hey, for man, that might be impossible. But for God, that's actually easy. But with God, nothing shall be impossible this new year. Could you imagine though, if Jesus had failed? His ministry would, would be 
would be shattered. The crowd would slowly just kind of be like, oh, well, this is awkward, and kind of leave the house. The paralyzed man, he would be super humiliated and and uh, he'd be honestly probably depressed that Jesus couldn't do for him what he thought that he could do for him. The scribes, we we didn't really talk about them much in, in, in this passage this morning, but the scribes probably would, would look at him and they would smile and say, see, told you he couldn't do it. The homeowner, he'd probably look at his roof and he'd probably think this was all for nothing. But guess what? He didn't fail. And guess what? He cannot fail. He never will fail. Jesus, this new year, 2020, can bring a change in the lives of you and I. He knows what he's doing. And the Bible says that they were all amazed that he knew what he was doing. But I also said that they glorified God. All these people, all they could do is step back and say, wow. Wow. Praise the Lord. Wow, God, wow. You can, do, you can do all things, truly. If you're looking for spiritual change this new year, let me just tell you that, that when that spiritual change, the Bible says um, from the evidence of this man, that when you change this new year, you'll be a testimony to everyone around you. If you're here and you found that change, and you say, you know what, um, I found that change. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time people around you were amazed at what God has done in your life? If you say, I found this change, ask yourself, when was the last time that people around you were amazed at what God has done in your life and that they glorified God because of what he's doing in your life? And if you can't think of a time, you may need to consider a change. You may need to consider a change in 2020. New year, new me. I'm just saying when when things change in our lives, it, it, it impacts everyone around us. It influences everyone around us in so much that everyone says, wow, God, I can't believe that you did this in such as so in, in such and such as life. New year, new me. This year, may we experience change or find someone that needs to experience change. If you need that change in your life, allow Jesus this new year to change you. We must allow Jesus this new year to change you and I. We must allow Jesus to change the people around us in, in the lives of the people around us, whether it's our neighbor, whether it's our coworker, whether it's our family member, no matter who it is, if they need change, may we, like these, these four individuals here, like they, they were creative and, and they, they did everything they could to get that person to Jesus, may we do everything we could in 2020 to get people to Jesus. And if we haven't found that change, that change, May we do everything that we can to get to Jesus to find that change. This, this man, he was, he was forgiven of his sin. The ultimate need that, that he, he needed no matter what. This man, he, he was healed. He was healed. He was healed physically and he was healed spiritually. And because of it, he was transformed. Jesus can transform you today. He, he can make that change in you today. He made a change in this man's life, and he can surely make a change in you and my life this new year. Let's pray.